This podcast is part of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. To learn more, visit listenfrederick.com. Greetings and hello. Welcome back to the Big Sci-Fi Podcast, the show where I get around with a bunch of my friends and talk about all things sci-fi, having the same kind of conversations that you get to have at home with your friends. Today, I am joined by my amazing co-hosts, Adina Mignona. Hi, how's everyone doing? And Brian Donahue. I'm doing fantastic. That is good because I have a feeling this could get a lot worse. <laughs> Steve Market. Uh, I'd like to second that motion and just say how much I'm happy uh, to be here. Very good. Very good. And the reason I say it could get a lot worse is because we are going to be talking about the moon. Uh, Sorry, not the moon, the movie Moonfall. And uh, there's a lot of thoughts being thrown around. I didn't love the movie. I think it is a solid six, but I know some of my co-hosts disagree. I think it's the worst movie ever. And I can tell you, I'm in a little bit of a spicy mood. So I'm very curious (laughs) to see how this goes. But before we get into all of that, how have you all been doing and what have you been watching lately? Well, besides watching Moonfall, okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, which I now have a new film that I will use whenever I want to take a nap if I just need <laughs> background music. But uh, we got plenty to, we're going to get into it. Um, uh, but no, I've been, I've been catching up on Lower Decks. Yes. Cool. Slowly but surely. Very okay. slowly, okay? So you're going through the seasons? You're going I, through the I, seasons? I heeded your guys' advice oh. and I went to episode one of season three. Yeah. And that was a treat to hear really James Cromwell as Ephraim Cochran and a few uh-huh. other things thrown in there too. Mm-hmm. Especially when um, he put the music disc in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I loved it. Play his loved music. it. I thought that was great. They that yeah, and they had the first contact music mm-hmm. playing mm-hmm. throughout too. And so that was fantastic. Um their and, artwork of the Phoenix was beautiful. Yeah, it was. Oh, they did it, it was great. so well done. I like the beautiful. outer space scenes in that show. Yes. I think yeah, they're they gorgeous. Really good so, so we did good by telling you to skip ahead. Yeah, right? I'm I'm now yeah. going back now, and again, it's okay, I've got, and, and y'all need to realize I'm I'm a diehard Star Trek fan, but mm-hmm. I also have, you know, I'm, I'm a husband, a dad, I got a family, I've got, you mm-hmm. know, all sorts of stuff going on, and um, so the lower decks is on my radar to watch as regularly as possible as I mm-hmm. possibly can. But mm-hmm. it's a show that I have to watch alone. My wife's not interested in watching the cartoon. Um, and mm-hmm. so we've got our shows we watch together. But mm-hmm. Lower Decks is on my radar now. And I'm, I got to say, I'm, after hating the first episode, at least the first 15 minutes, going, this isn't for me when it originally mm-hmm. aired. I was the same am, way. I'm so yeah. glad you guys encouraged me to go back Yay. to it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. that's what I've been watching. I've been doing a bunch of other stuff that we need a whole nother episode to talk about. So um, mainly wrapped around writing a book that I've been working on for a long time. So Mm -hmm. uh, that's what I've been up to. How about you, Adina? Well, let's see. Besides this movie, Moonfall, which I I couldn't use it to fall asleep to because I would just be yelling at it the whole time. (laughs) It'll just make me angry. So besides that, uh, I'm so, so curious. Yep. Oh, I, 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 fascinating. I, I will tell just you incredibly fascinating. all the things. But besides that, so I'm, I'm current with Lower Decks and, and I do get to watch that one with my my older son. He, he mm-hmm. loves it. So that's that's our trek together. Uh, cool. I, I have decided to give the new Game of Thrones and the new Lord of the Rings stuff all a try. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching the new Game of Thrones series, the uh, House of the Dragon with my husband. And I'm mixed on it because uh, I was mixed on the Game of Thrones. And it's basically like, if you take out the porn, I'm okay with it. <laughs> mm, right. um, mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with this. It's like, if you take out the porn, then I like all the castle intrigue and stuff, uh, you know, mm. and uh, and then the new, and, yes, and I'm current on that. It. And then the new Lord of the Rings, the, oh, the Rings okay. of Power. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've only, I'm only like midway in the second episode, but I'm really enjoying that. Mm-hmm. It's been taking my, you know, my brain a little getting used to, to, for the new characters for Elrond, especially yeah. Elrond mm-hmm. yeah, and Galadriel. 
Mm-hmm. But once that, because I look at them and I don't see, oh, that's Galadriel or oh, that's Elrond. Uh, in the same way, I can look at Chris Pine and think Chris Pine is Kirk. It's mm-hmm. for some reason there's still some kind of like disconnect there. But if I take that away, um, it's great. I think the Ring of Power is. I, I think it's fantastic mm-hmm. so far. I agree, hundred percent. Okay. 100%. okay. Um, well, I am up to date with uh, Lower Decks as well as with the other group. Um, I had the great in pleasure t- yesterday. I hope John Billingsley is listening because yesterday I got to watch my Dodgers win the Western Division. So that was really a lot of fun to watch on TV. <laughs> as far as Moonfall goes, um, I don't have HBO Max. I don't have Hulu. And when I checked on Prime Ticket and they wanted me to pay $19.95 for this movie, I said, no. I will not do that. That is fair. Lucky, I'll support that. Lucky. But what I did do was refer to a couple of websites that reviewed it and showed enough clips of the film for me to, to know everything about it. Plus, thank you, Wikipedia, for information as well. I'm satisfied with never having seen this movie, <laughs> but I do think I have enough knowledge to know why I, I will never watch this movie. So there you go. Unless, of course, it's free, then hey. Then you know, if it's something to do, maybe if there's something else on TV, if they cancel every show ever and they yeah. take away all movies, then yeah, maybe you can follow a try. As my friend Rossi's cousin used to say, if it's free, it's me. So there you go. Yeah. What about you, I've, Chris? I've been watching, of course, I've been watching a lot of DS9, uh, yes. making, or I shouldn't say making money, but I'm like putting a lot of money <laughs> into my jar. Uh, Lower Decks, I'm all caught up on. And then Cobra Kai came out uh last yes. weekend oh and i can't wait i just yes. like i gotta say before watching like not before watching this before doing this podcast i just finished the last episode oh my gosh it is so cool so now i'm like how do i connect this to star trek how do i make a, a video about cobra kai and trek i have an idea where i'm going to try and like take the cobra kai adults and then say what character in trek would they be or what trek character would they be so i have some ideas but mm-hmm. Why, why just the adults? Because the kids are key characters. Well, just kids. because if I'm going to do all, it's just, it's easier to do like a five minute video on mm-hmm. the oh, adults okay. and then maybe mm-hmm. I'll okay. expand it to the kids. Okay. But I also have to, like, it's easier for me to identify the adults because I feel like their arcs are a lot easier. Whereas if I were going to do the kids, I have to do all the kids mm-hmm. and there's like maybe two or three that I think mm-hmm. are key. And then there's a bunch of, well, more than that, but then there's a bunch of them where I'm like, okay, they're not really that like substantial enough where i can really see traits and make okay characters. that's fair okay All right. so so yeah All right. i might maybe i should do it i don't want to get people upset but it's like eh, it's, it's a lot to there's like so many characters to break down don't worry but Chris, I have, you, like, know, I you do... can't upset people except Dean and brian for making watch this movie I and know. i just want to just <laughs> and, and my husband record. my and husband was also very very well your husband didn't need to <laughs> watch it so that's on him for choosing to watch it with you i'm just gonna put it up <laughs> fine there. fine that's true yeah, he's not <laughs> and also that's true just for the re- let the record reflect i did not make the movie i did no. not act in yeah. the movie <laughs> nope. i was not financially involved with the movie anyway no and i, I, I stand by Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead, Chris. <laughs> I stand by my point that this movie is a solid five or a six. It's not a good movie. It's mm-hmm. a very mediocre movie, but I don't think it's as worse as what everyone's saying here. I think there are mm-hmm. so many worse movies that deserve the five hatred. or a six out of 10. Man. Yeah, out of 10. Okay. Well, I'd give it a five or six out of 100. <laughs> <laughs> there are and this so is many all, worse movies here's how, than this. That and this is a rocket scientist well, talking. So just look at the X Men films: Green Lantern, <laughs> gonna, Batman v Superman. We're going to talk Justice League. Right, right. I mean, it's all all valid points. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think worthwhile talking about and thinking about. Um, but my wife watched it with me because uh, we thought, ah, oh, it looks interesting. Let's try it. And. Uh, Tonight, as I came down the stairs, because my office and studio is in the basement, she goes, this, in theory, should be the shortest podcast you guys have ever recorded because this (laughs) film was so bad. And I said, actually, perhaps the worse the film, the longer we'll talk Mm -hmm. about it, actually. It was interesting. It was, was, and Chris has got (laughs) some talking points and questions to ask us. But in Chris's defense, I will say... um, uh, this film had all the pieces in theory 
that should have made it a great film. It, maybe it had some of well, the pieces. all those pieces writing, coming from Stargate, Independence Day, all the other yes, movies that yeah. they've, he's done. It was like kind of like, let me take from from the blockbuster right. A and blockbuster B and mush it together and hope yeah. for this is a blockbuster. And it's maybe uh, maybe, maybe we should right. like for, maybe we should let Chris take control of this so that we can. Yeah, sorry, I, yeah. I want, yeah. I want, we're all saying it's bad, but we need to let Chris show us what okay. ask us the real questions and. Well, Lead I went back way, to Chris. the Stargate Lead comics. I was thinking, oh, that, yeah. man, this is a lot like Stargate. But then I always forget. Oh yeah, Roland Emmerich did the movie Stargate, mm -hmm. which yeah, yeah, uh, it's okay. I had but I'm much about more. That. I'm a fan mm -hmm. of the series, but the movie. I'm like, I guess I should. I go back to every like maybe a few years, and I mm -hmm. started. And I'm like, nah, I'm just gonna go back to the series because mm -hmm. oh, see, the movie I, felt like. Oh, you're the opposite. I love the movie. When that movie yeah. came out, I thought it was great. And actually, sometime in the last year, I watched it with my my husband and son because they had never seen it before. And I felt like it still held up really well. It's a, it's an interesting movie. My biggest thing is Kurt Russell is not Jack O'Neill. Like, I like the Richard Dean Anderson. Like, he's funnier. He's more relatable. Sure. And I like all of the extra, the lore. So I guess, yeah. yes, there's a movie just separating it. It's mm -hmm. like a two-hour thing. It's a good story. But then I'm like, but there's Atlantis and there's so many other like. Sure. But now remember when the movie yeah. came out, this was before the series came out. So well, there yeah, wasn't know, any of that to compare it to. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, for right. sure. So, like, I know, yeah. obviously, yeah. it was before, but I feel like yeah. in any movie, you can take a movie that came out before. Mm -hmm. Like you can take the first Iron Man and still compare it to the other movies, even though it was the first one. Yeah. Um, I just right. like generally enjoy the show more. So it's like, right. I'm glad you pointed that out because I was thinking, man, this sounds a lot like Atlantis where they basically it's what the ancients did they're like oh this we're losing a war here we're going to come to earth and then we'll see the galaxy and the, our life code will be whatever the heck mm -hmm. and i'm like it's one of those things where this is it's a trope that's done so much and even in star trek i'm like i still get excited when i hear stuff like oh yes and we came to this new galaxy and we seeded whatever and they use words like the genetic code of life or whatever they're saying and i'm like i'm kind of into that yeah um, well now and and Steve made a comment a minute ago that you know me being like kind of the rocket scientist per, you know mm -hmm. and not liking it. So one of the things I want to I want to be clear is I can enjoy a movie that gets the science and stuff wrong. I mean I, right. I do that all the time. Star Trek or, or gets it or mm -hmm. is just crazy science. Like Star Trek Four. Star Trek Four is in a fantastic fantastic movie but if you think about it and try to apply any kind of scientific logic to it it's ridiculous whales are communicating with some something or someone like who knows how far that something someone that? comes well that's the thing it's it's just from what we know about communication it's it's obviously yeah. it's kind of ridiculous but it's a great movie and i think the two reasons why star trek 4 is a great movie is with with all that being crazy is one it was simple. They kept mm -hmm. the explanation of what was happening with the aliens and what the aliens were doing to us when they came there. <laughs> really simple. You know, they didn't over explain it. And two, even with all that, the movie followed a classic three act structure yeah. to the letter. And mm -hmm. that to me is when we, we get into more of this, that's going to be why I think this movie mm. is so terrible is because it did not follow the three-act structure, especially in act one, where you're supposed to be setting up the motivations for the characters. Mm. And so forget the crazy, ridiculous science, which is so over-the-top crazy and ridiculous. The fact that it doesn't follow the structure well, that's where just from 20 minutes in, it's done. We're done. Really? Like <laughs> yeah. I felt like it felt it, it followed the structure. It's like you see the thing happen at the beginning. You see like this happy go lucky Patrick Wilson. He's having a good time. He's singing about he's trying to figure out the words to Africa. He's the astronaut and then, farmer. Right. And then and then <laughs> you know, stuff happens and then he gets derailed. And then you see him like, what is it, 10 or 10 years later, and he's all miserable. And then you start to see the buildup of all the stuff that's leading to the moon crashing. I feel like, yeah, you get the motivation. His no. life is a wreck. No, his, but, he doesn't see, no. have a good relationship with this. See, I, I, I'm now fascinated. Explain. There's no motivation there. So uh, that what first, you, the opening scene, the opening scene <laughs> is talking the about? backstory. No, the opening scene is is backstory. Right. To yes, explain the so so the three act structure starts with the here and now. Okay. And the here and now mm -hmm. is he's a down and out guy. He's an alcoholic drunk, can't pay his bills. There is no motivation there. There is nothing. He's not trying to get his son back. He's not trying to get his life together. He's just existing because of what had happened. 
Like there is, so there, there is no, that's this. And this is to me, is one of the fundamental problems with this movie is he's just mm. there. You yeah, see Halle, why he's there. You, you Halle understand. Berry calls him up and, or he happens to meet this guy. I forget the guy's character. This, Casey. The British guy, the, you know, Casey. quote unquote, professor Casey, the uh-huh. professor. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like he's intrigued by a superstructure or whatever, you know, in the movie. Yeah, you know? And then he's, you know, and then he comes to the same conclusion as Halle Berry and NASA and everything. And they just happen to meet. And all of a sudden, Halle Berry's <laughs> like, hey, you're our guy. Like, yeah, you know, so but now I, now I know it's re- I know, like in Independence Day, it's ridiculous that it's the same guys who've never flown F-16s could fly up in the to. to but as what Adina's saying, the motivation was there. Protect the planet, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I see it both. I think they, in a way, I think I see Chris that they tried to set something up to make us. Because for me, it's also about caring about the characters. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why you set them up and say develop motivation, caring about the characters. And I tell you what, like, I cared. I, I mean, I cared more about the grandma than I did. Yeah. Anybody else in the film? Casey yeah. is the only one of them that actually had at least a little bit of motivation. He wants to be That's taken true. seriously. You know, he yeah, wants to be he wants to be respected and taken seriously. He's the only one. We we don't see we there's nothing about Halle Halle Berry's character was just I, I don't even it was just she's right. just there. But the astronaut guy who I think should have been the main character, like he should have been the Will Smith character. He wasn't Will Smith's character in Independence Day wanted something. He wanted to get married. He wanted mm-hmm. his girlfriend. Right. This right. guy, he's just again, he's just down and out. And what I think they should have done is actually combine the astronaut character with Casey. Cause if they had what if they had okay, so you see the the original scene. Okay, where that sets up that, you know, discredits the astro, you know, he gets discredited. Okay. But now what should have happened, I think, is not that he should have just abandoned his family and got off and got drunk, but maybe he was the guy who is trying to, he wants to continually prove that he's not a crackpot. He wants to still protect his family and support his family. And he's failing at these things, but he he wants it. So I think if they had brought KC's stuff into him and maybe he had heard, like in the 10 years since he's heard about megastructures, he doesn't believe it because that to him is still like, he's an, he's an astronomer or something. And so he's, that's a little still crazy, right. but he, at least he's aware, but he wants to still figure out what happens till 10 years later he's like no i'm not wrong i'm not wrong i need to prove this then i think they could have actually had something there but he was just nothing no. just see, i feel like see i agree that yeah that would have made more sense to have the two of the characters combined but i feel like yeah we he did he was fighting like we see on all the flashbacks that he kept fighting repeatedly to the point where he lost everything. And like, he tries to show up to bail his kid out of jail to prove to him. He's not just a schmuck. And it's like, That's... I think that's showing motivation. But then again, I also it's like too late. So. It's too late. When, when the, when the thing happens the with this kid getting his kid out of jail, that's too late and artificial. We're already like, it's, we're already not liking him and he's done nothing to make us like him since. Yeah. But he said, but he's saying Africa. Don't you? Doesn't that get you going? <laughs> all, all of it. Like this is don't, one of the Don't get me mistakes. started on Toto, please. Let's not get started on Toto. Oh, you're not a Toto fan? No, no, no. Okay. I, I, I had no problem with the song. I like the song. I like, song, I like yeah. the song a lot. You know, and and I would say this. I think Chris, by the end, by by the time, I think by the time he's on the spacecraft going up, and they're trying to get, I think he 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 has come back around to say i'm still good at what i do okay. and i want to save people i want to save my family earth okay. and that's i think that is a val- i think he wanted to do those things but i think at the same time though it's it's unfortunate they had so much time passed 10 years of yeah. him yeah. being not a part of his fa- i mean his Halle berry had moved on right i mean Wait, no, no, I'm sorry. That's it. I'm no, think, I'm combining to... stuff. That's how weird this movie was. Yeah. Um, but but uh, you know, his wife had moved on and and I, I liked his uh I liked the kid's stepdad. 
I thought oh, yeah. he was funny. I, that, I like that actor anyway. Oh, um, yeah. Wait, I thought um, he should have been funnier. If you cast him in the could, role, oh, you I, should at least give him a lot more comedy. I wanted to see more of him. I wanted to see um, Patrick Wilson's son's stepdad. You know, he was trying to do it right. He was trying to... And they had a nice scene when they're getting oxygen, you know, like, I've always considered you my son. That was right. good stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, though, it's like that guy had such a little part in the actual film. It didn't impact anything. It could have all been know? cut. That could have all it been could, cut. Oh, yeah. Well, the film cut. is what, have two to hours, have, ten like, minutes long. You have yeah. to have people Sheesh. running. It's like a... It's a it's a requirement oh, yeah. in disaster movie. Yeah, you have to have like the the kid scene where like the parents is trying to take the kid somewhere and they have the you know that moment. Um, yeah. I don't know because I do wonder if this movie would have been popular like twenty years ago if people would have been more blown away by it. No, <laughs> like because if, again the let, same let's, thing. Let's ask movies about that, Independence movies that succeed. Day. Have, follow that three act structure. Independence Day succeeded because yeah. it did follow that, you know. And whether it was twenty years ago or today, that three act structure is a thing and holds up for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you even know? David Livingston didn't have much of a motivation. He's like, I just want to like just go to my job, like and work with cable, and then like I'm going to go play chess with my dad, and then I'm going to go do whatever. But right, the, but that then he discovers he the situation and takes yeah. command, and he becomes well. Yeah, once he discovers it, but prior to that, he has no motivation. But, but like that's okay. No not not every have... not every character <laughs> needs that, but the main 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 characters do. Which in Independence Day was Will Smith and the President. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the ones right. that need it. So to have to have like a B character just be there for the purposes of furthering the plot, that's okay. I mean, that it is mm-hmm. okay to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. And if mm-hmm. that okay. was if that was his character, that's fine because you had a strong arc with Will Smith's character. You had a strong arc with the president, you know, who didn't mm-hmm. want to be he didn't want to be seen as a wimpy president. You know, he wanted yeah. to be seen as taken seriously as a as a strong president. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. But to then have like again, the I think the astronaut in this movie was supposed to be the main character. I think but it's he, supposed to be right, and that's the thing. And and him not having the motivation, that's where that is where like to me fundamentally the first major flaw of the film and why this film okay. doesn't work. Okay, fair enough. To to me, folks, mic drop um, because we could like we could <laughs> I, we could go on this, but I can't I'm, argue I'm, this I'm, I'm, I'm just time. gonna again. I haven't watched this movie. I just saw lots of clips of it, but what is thoroughly upsetting is the idea of taking a mothballed shuttle and the endeavor (laughs) is in my neighborhood it's in los angeles and i know the condition that's in so to have the conceivability of somehow taking it from its location at the uh air and space museum here in los angeles trucking it all the way to Vandenberg Air Force Base, which is, I believe is where they launch it from, mm-hmm. get it space worthy. Yeah. I'm, oh, there's nothing real. There's absolutely oh, 100% nothing realistic. And then, and then to deface so the to watch side them. of it, like yeah. they you did in the to watch movie. Them. I mean, <laughs> come on. Battleship is a terrible say Battleship. Movie. You need to watch Battleship. Battleship is much a terrible worse. movie. Trust me. And the fact that they threw together the USS Missouri in yeah. like 15 minutes to make it seaworthy and battleworthy, and then be able to shoot an alien spacecraft with a single 15, 16 inch shell. My brother, my son-in-law loves that movie, and it really is a bad movie. But it's still not as bad as. But this. you know what, though? Really? That, I think listen, it's much worse. Here, here's the difference. I was going to use me. this as the argument that Battle, you guys <laughs> need to watch Battleship because it's significantly worse than this. <laughs> I don't think I've seen Battleship. That's great. Oh, like, you don't want to. Yeah, I don't you know. Don't I would say him. give Battleship a shot. I mean, because so, here's here's why okay. here's why I would put Battleship ahead of this film. I okay. think Battleship had a little had some more heart to it yep. right yep i had yep. a little more spunk in energy and you know it, even though it's absurd mm-hmm. they could get that battleship ready to go in 15 minutes it you know it was fun watching the old guys run around and say I i'm know. gonna serve my cut you know you know what i mean like it's ridiculous yeah but yeah. at the same time it was fun yeah at not one point in this film did i go 
Um, I mean, you know, in any, I mean, I know it's a disaster movie, the earth's falling apart, the moon's crashing into it, you know, all that stuff. And you're, oh, you're trying to going to, it never does. Right. Yeah. It never does. Correct. Right. So, oops, I guess we <laughs> yeah. just, um, oh, it's okay. spoiler, spoiler alert, alert but, like um, yeah, they all survive, but, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, it's well, just not the dad, not the, not one of the good characters, not the stepdad. <laughs> well, he had, remember right. he gave his yeah. oxygen. Like oh, even yeah. that scene, I was putting up picture okay. frames at that. Point. Even that scene, my friends. Okay, I was like, "Oh, this is the best character of the. This is the well, best moment of the film that had any type of heart." But the little girl just walked away like, eh, "Like, eh, she's okay. got better stuff to do." See you later, Dad. You're on the ground now. Like, you know, well, like, and, like, and, come on. I, my daughter would have been, "Don't leave me! Don't leave me!" You know, like, what are you doing? Don't. I don't mm -hmm. want it. Let's share the mask. My wife was yelling, "Share the mask! Walk back and take turns putting the mask on your face." Hey, you know? they did in Titanic and, and it worked. what about that? But no, no, I'm, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I agree. You I actually didn't catch that because uh, I wasn't totally focused on it at this point. Uh, Adina, from a physicist's hmm. point of view, localized <laughs> loss of the atmosphere. No, no, no. How so do you have localized you don't, loss of the you don't, atmosphere? It's like you don't, it's, no, nothing. There is, there is no, <laughs> absolutely nothing in this movie that is in any way, shape, or form scientifically or technically accurate. Well, nothing. yeah, when they used the nothing. cell phone to call someone, that was accurate. Yeah. yeah. And what about wait a minute? And what about and they bring in a they bring in July twentieth, nineteen sixty nine. They bring in mm -hmm. the moon landing into mm -hmm. this which was insulted in Transformers 3. When oh, I love that, I love that, that in Transformers 2. I'm like, yeah, just, I love it when you take I, like yeah. history and you put on some bullshit. Well, oh, I shouldn't. Some yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> bold face lies. <laughs> bold face lies is the word. And, and that's, I, just, I don't, I, I can't accept that when you take something as uniquely historical and important as that and you, um, you screw it up. Well, see, uh, again, there's doing alternate history stuff. I, I can, I, again, I can accept doing alternate history if that's what, you know, people understand that that's what you're doing, that that doesn't bother me either. And again, a lot of the, you know, I can accept crazy physics and crazy science if the story is solid and the character arcs is solid right. and it's self-consistent, which this wasn't even self-consistent with how it worked. So, you know, it, every it like possible the gravity sin, was always going different directions. Which and... that doesn't, that, that is nothing about that is nothing about that is in oh, any okay. way, shape or form real. Nothing, nothing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I just... I'm like, all right. So aliens are like in the moon. I'll accept that that's a crazy premise, but at least it can justify why the moon is coming towards earth. Yes. Like, especially it. when you compare it to 2012 where it's like, mm -hmm. well, it's just that the new. Also the, made by him so, too, right? Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I think, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I, I like. I I will defend wow. twenty twelve to the day that I die. I love twenty twelve, but like I don't expect people to enjoy that movie. Not generally. Like, yeah, the concept already, that there is like it, an artist. Like, how did you like that movie? And he's like, I hated it. Like, yeah. Okay. The concept that there is an artificial intelligence or some aliens behind the reason the moon is leaving its orbit. That I'm okay with. That actually is, that's a perfectly, you know, that's actually to me way better than them trying to create some kind of fake physical reason that wouldn't stand up the physics. You know? So that part, right. I'm okay, okay with there being alien, you know, with it. And then, and even saying it's a mega structure. I'm, I'm okay with that. Right. Because it doesn't hurt me, but it's then when they did that, then nothing was consistent with oh, known physics. And then even with itself, it wasn't consistent. Like, when there's like, oh, well, electro you know, electricity and human life attracts the AI. Well, why isn't this AI on Earth? Like, yeah, it's taking a break. I mean, it's going around <laughs> the whole galaxy looking for to destroy <clears throat> the rest that. of, you know, whatever got seated. It's very Hi, simple. We're you know, right it just, here. It, it, as powerful as <laughs> the nano true. AI, whatever it was, the worm in space, mm -hmm. electronic weirdness that it, we've seen different ways and different forms already. Um, I just, it, it, the answer is that it just simply couldn't push through Earth's atmosphere. It's uh -huh. quite obvious. Uh-huh. You see, couldn't. like, I'll say <laughs> this. It did have one of the things that I love about all these disaster movies 
it had characters looking at street a screen saying my god there you go and yep. i'm like if it had the my god moment <laughs> that's your character thing. looking at a screen right. saying yep. my god i'm like <laughs> and the, i'm all in and the don't Again, worry this you is can, a solid you, six I trust move. her she's gonna come through at the last minute and save the day save at the, the very day. last moment because that's my ex-wife who i just i divorced but She'll come through. Yeah, I, there's no reason for uh, them to be divorced. Is, that was that was kind of also you, weird. You have to have have them be divorced no. because yeah, in every disaster movie, you have to have at least one divorced couple. Well, then why do so, we have two? We have because two they thought two is better guy. than one. Uh, How can you go wrong with two divorced yeah. couples? That are that's a good that's <laughs> a good uh, homework assignment for somebody out there listening to this podcast. Watch all the disaster movies you can and see. If there's at least one divorced couple in it, this yeah, Chris has got like day after tomorrow, where you got the divorced couple, you have Independence Day divorced couple, 2012 White House down in divorced couple. Oh right, they are. Yes, okay, yeah, yeah. White House down. Yep. Especially in this movie, nothing about Halle Berry and that guy being divorced. Nothing about that helped. In fact, it would it would have helped if they were still married, because then it would have given some reason for them to be communicating in the the kind of more the cordial way that because they were like way too cordial and he was like yes right. she's never let me down and like right. what Except you guys are divorced well, like this just... makes no sense just so but it, but it works well i see i wouldn't i would say if you look at all of roland emmerich's movie mm-hmm. all of the divorced couples are remarkably chill with each other like my parents are divorced they were not this friendly yeah it was just like oh hey david what's going on remember that time you punched the president ha 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 you better not do that again. But they're still pretty like chummy ish. Yeah, and that's weird. Um, like it's yeah, I, I don't know. There's no reason. There's a difference there's between really being no civil and being. We make a great team. Obviously, yeah. you didn't. Yeah. Well, I you know I mean I know we're you know they're saying in outer space they made a great team, but I just here's my other issue with this also, film. I mean, okay, uh, please please because take this because yeah. uh, first of all I want to say, uh, it had fine actors in the film mm-hmm. yes okay. it had for the most part i'd say for the yeah. most there were a couple i did not like the son uh i i could have i didn't think i i don't know i didn't think he was quite on par with whatever level of acting was on this film but again it comes back to the writing it comes back to the writing mm-hmm. and what their actors are given how they're directed all those things so it had the and possibility. He spent four years writing this script. Ooh, I think Nelly. That's because he had to watch movie. so many other films from what, what he pulled from. But I just here's the thing: his own had, films. It, yeah, it had it's actors, great. Robert It had this film had all the makings of a blockbuster. It had yeah. the special effects are incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, special really effects pretty, are fine. Yeah. This is proof that special effects can no longer carry a film. I think that's there has to be. Long. There has to be a there has to be a story. There has to be good character development. No, special effects and, could never carry a film. Every film that had great special effects, it was a blockbuster. Had yeah. the three extra had a solid three act structure. You're you're mm-hmm. probably right, but mm-hmm. there's films old people went to because of the special yes, effects. Yes, yes. But if it in, was just that, it would not have been. They would not have been blockbusters. They would not have been. Good movies. You're, well, they you know, could still be right. blockbusters and be bad movies, but like Thor: Underworld or Thor: The Dark World. Like, come on, that's. I haven't seen that. that. I have not seen that. Okay, but oh. here's the thing. yourself lucky. Here's my ultimate. <laughs> yeah, point I agree that, with you on that one, Chris. This is my ultimate point. I was very Thank slowly you. getting. Sorry, to, I apologize. <laughs> sorry. No, sorry, it was no. it was me droning on and on, not you guys. <laughs> it was uh, any <clears throat> actors in Hollywood. They could replace every single actor in this film. And the film, I don't know, it just could have been any actors. Mm-hmm. I mean, Patrick Wilson, I like a lot of his film. He's made some films I like. I think he's a decent actor. I was, I, you know, I think he did as good as he could with the role he was given. Halle Berry, I think she had some moments that maybe she could have shined a little better on in. I just I didn't really buy her dialogue her. was terrible. Oh, it was the, awful. The, again, it's it not awful. it's not Halle Berry. She was I think she was perfectly fine. The actual dialogue she was given was just ridiculous. Well, that's that's to me like like, you know, how many like, OK, let's just go Independence Day without Will Smith. That's a different movie. I don't mm-hmm. I, you know, mm-hmm. without so Bill Paxson as the president. Oh yeah, Bill I think Paxton that's a different. I, I think I think mm-hmm. also without um, 
Uh, what's his name? The get character Jeff who's Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. And he, he, and, the guy, he and his, his dad. Father. Yeah, he yeah. and his father. Steen, Steen Sealing. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. Perfect stuff dialogue. in that movie. Absolutely. And, and that's so, the thing. They had great. That's the thing. And again, uh, um, this I've is never yelled into my microphone movie. this much on our podcast. I know. I'm Stay trying to tone here. down my. <laughs> also, okay. I have to just clarify. I'm not saying this is an amazing movie. This is a five or a six. Okay. okay. Well, <laughs> we'll get into what? that later, okay, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> Boy, you think this is, I just, I, I'm fascinated <laughs> by your point of view on this. <laughs> We're, uh, and this is from someone who hasn't seen the movie, but it just seems from what you're saying and what I've seen that these characters do not connect with the audience. And even a bad movie, if the audience connects with the characters in some way, shape, or form, not only is it successful, it is a blockbuster. Mm -hmm. And now you can look at some of the, I mean, the latest uh, Jurassic Park movies. They're horrible, really, in, in a sense. But people like the characters in it. And so the movies continue to be made and made and made, and they'll probably still continue to make them because you like the characters. But these ones, just from hearing you folks, these mm. were unlikable characters that you just couldn't get around. And I'm I sure that's what happened to, to like the movie them. at the box office. The word went out. We don't like these people. I, the, the only people I cared about was the stepdad who was trying to do everything right who gave up his life for his daughter so his daughter could mm -hmm. make it to the cave and the professor guy and yeah casey he, was yeah. the one redeeming kind of character yeah yeah he but would, it was because he, he was saying, british though i mean yeah i mean uh, you know the um, accent australian, helped australian, australian sorry yes. see I, well that wasn't uh, even clear i don't think so I don't well, think no, I mean, I think it's the, the, the actor is, oh, no, he is an okay. English actor. Okay, no, my, my bad. I don't know why I thought he was Australian. Maybe I thought in the movie they said he was, he said he was from Australia in the movie, the character. I don't remember. I don't remember. Don't remember. Mm -hmm. Sorry. And I'm not going to research to find out either. Yeah. See, for me, I liked him because he said the things I would say if I were in that situation. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So I felt like I related okay. to him. He was I, the comic I, relief. I, yeah, I just I think of so many movies that are worse than this. Like, are you kidding me? Like, what you're gonna get into a fight with this other enemy, but then you realize that both of your moms are named Martha, so you're best friends now. Really, that's a plot point. This is something you're gonna choose to like help <laughs> Batman and Superman get along because you're both your mom's named are Martha. What are you talking about? I got a I lot of like pushback, or not a lot of pushback. I got a wee little bit of pushback in our worst episodes about. Uh, how I rank Starship Troopers and Event Horizon. Um, and it's all, you know, it, films and movies are, it may, perhaps there are people who watched Moonfall and said, this is great. I love all the action. Oh. You know, I love the special effects. You know, they love, you know, er, you know, there, there are people who are going to watch this. So, so we don't want to, yeah. some of you listening to this might mm -hmm. watch this yes. and say, you guys are a little harsh on this film and that's okay. Um, but I would say, while I think there are m perhaps many films that I will put on a worse list or say that are worse than Moonfall, um, for me, this just what's what's the downfall of Moonfall hey. is 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 just how poor. See what I did there is just yeah. how <laughs> poorly thought out the plot was, and you know there just wasn't much super duper original okay. about yeah. this film yeah and Again, x-men 3 have you not seen x-men 3 with porcupine man i have not i have not see you gotta watch x-men 3 you'll know what i mean it's a far worse movie can i come to chris's defense thank please you please do <laughs> to tell me this not as awful as what you're saying okay. it's still bad chris there's a thing called a guilty pleasure right you know it's bad for you you know it's wrong <laughs> but you know what I love it. I enjoy it. And so there so this movie for you to me is a guilty pleasure. No, is this is you you you, well, he, you remember he said it was a five or six. So five or yes. six isn't yet isn't guilty. No, but pleasure that's that's enough to be guilty okay. pleasure. I mean it's like again, there's there's been some movies I've seen that are just terrible, but you still watch them. Oh. You go you go back and you open up that carton of milk and you take another sniff because it's a guilty pleasure. Now, of course. Starship Troopers, never again, even no. though someone 
<laughs> punked our poor friend Brian. But my you know, friend Bob Robinson put that okay. in, na- neighbor I'll down the it. street, put it in the mailbox and uh, made my day, though. But there's people who love Starship Troopers and it's their guilty pleasure, maybe, you yeah. know, so there you go. But can I can I also clarify? This is not a guilty pleasure. Like oh, this, not? this movie, if this movie comes on, I'm probably not watching this again. Okay. 2012 is on TV. I'm I'm in. Okay, I've seen 2012. Okay. There's your guilty pleasure. So many okay. times in the past. And oof, and, and just because, yeah, just be. I guess just to be clear in how when when I put forth my opinion about this, I just want people right to understand. Just because I I personally found no entertaining routine, entertainment in this movie right. or redeeming value in this movie, other than to serve as fodder for this discussion. Mm-hmm. If other people find this entertaining, I, okay, yeah. like I'm not yeah, again. No I don't. Sweat. I'm not telling someone else you have to hate it because I hated it. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I hated it. That's and that's yeah, all. Yeah, I, and I'm I telling you why. And that's all is uh, if other people. Because again, there's there's you know I I get into the argument with a lot of coworkers, especially about gravity. I oh, love gravity. Yeah. I loved mm-hmm. it. But yes, there are a lot of things that were wrong with it yes. coming from the industry. But again, I'm there to be entertained. I want to be entertained. And I found gravity again from the because of the character arcs, because of the whole story. I found it very entertaining. And I'm okay that they got a bunch of stuff wrong. And that's mm-hmm. that's that's me. This movie for me, there is just nothing between between any of it there is nothing i found entertaining about it because of all of the layered of layers of issues can and issues i be and issues. <laughs> can i be really honest with you guys yeah please it is more likely that i will actually open up the dvd copy bob robinson brought to me of starship troopers yes and pop, put, put it in the machine <laughs> and watch it then i'll probably watch this movie ever okay. again and here's yeah, I like Starship watching Troopers. This. Okay. And I need to and clarify too, just to explain how I watched this movie. Week before, like weekend I left for before I left for Vegas, I watched half of it. I stopped it. Didn't watch it again till two weeks after. And then I like came back from Vegas and then I watched it on the weekend and was like, I'm gonna put up some new like frames and stuff and get my autographs frame. I'm gonna do that and I put it on. So cool. just let okay. let that be the Gotcha. I don't know what I'm trying to gotcha. say. And, just so and that I'll people say, know this is not a guilty pleasure. Okay. I have to issue a public statement. I, 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 all right. I, I was conference. trying to come to your defense. I, I appreciate it. my defense. You're guilty. He's not Hang guilty. I, appreciate it. I just, no, I appreciate you coming to my defense. I just don't want people thinking this is a guilty pleasure. I will, I will take great, ple- I will take full responsibility for my guilty pleasures. But okay. I'm not okay. taking, okay. you know what and I'm trying to say. Adina, Go ahead. one thing about you were talking about the, uh, gravity. Mm-hmm. And the one thing about gravity, yes, maybe the science is wrong in many cases and whatever, but you liked your character. Mm-hmm. It was a tour de force because it was only two actors really in the mm-hmm. movie. That was it. It's yep. George Clooney and her, and that's it. And you rooted for her. So when she mm-hmm. finally makes it to Earth and how she does it is nearly inconceivable. Mm-hmm. But when she lands in the water and she gets up and you're like, she survived. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy because that's what you yeah. wanted. You were rooting for and her. the yeah. movie followed the three act structure yeah. to yeah. the T. <laughs> and that's why, and that is why that movie works. Now, again, people who like to, who, who, you know, when they get things wrong, technology and science, you know, there are a lot of people that that just ruins the movie for them. Even mm-hmm. if, every, and, and, and again, so be it, that that's, that's okay. I'm like, I'm not, that doesn't ruin, that does not automatically ruin a movie for me. Ruining a movie for me is when, yes, I cannot get invested in the characters, their journey, all that. Yeah. Yeah. And the characters, you're right. We're all pretty mediocre. Like <laughs> I think, I feel like a lot of them were like, Hey, maybe I need to do some renovations around the house. <laughs> maybe i want to get this new car it's so like eh, we might as well do the movie yeah it's, like, it's also i also just feel like roland emmerich is like he did independence day amazing mm-hmm. i still love some of his other ones but maybe it's yeah, like time for him sure. just throwing the towel yeah. well guess what, what, what i don't understand what? is when you've got you know you, you have a well-respected writer and director mm-hmm. and you have such a big budget like mm-hmm. are people like you know and, and i understand that from the initial script, there's a lot of changes that happen from the initial script to what we wind up seeing. So, I, but I'm, I'm trying to like imagine what went wrong. Like, are people not, 
afraid to speak up and say, you know, uh, Mr. Emmerich, this this script has a little work. But then all these yeah. like big name actors <clears throat> signed up for it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there might have maybe there was an early version of the script that was much better and something changed. Like how, yeah, how did it go? I- how did this go? I guess the point is, is with the, such a big budget, such a heavy, high powered cast and such a writer director, how does this go so wrong? I, I don't know. I feel like this is one of the biggest mysteries in Hollywood because I've seen this time and time again, where it's like, does nobody realize they're making a bad movie? Like, hey, wait a minute. We should probably stop and change something about yes. this because you have all this money. You have to get the studio approval, which is like, from what I know about studios, they're always sending directors notes like, hey, this was an independent this film. Thing. This was an independent oh, this was, film. Oh, it was an independent yes. film. Oh. But yes, even we, still, we got them financing together to do it. People so are well. Fault. People know about the three act structure. This is not anything like hidden or secret. Like, generally, everyone knows about this and yeah. knows like in fact if you read if you pick up any if you want to learn how to write a screenplay you pick up any book on how to write a screenplay that's what they're going to tell you is learn the three-act structure and like know it and and that's that's the only reason i know it is because it works in novels too and so i've i've read like a dozen books about you know like about yeah. this you know like a beginning, this is a not middle, a secret <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah i don't know i think it's just such a great mystery it's like how did this get made I still enjoyed some of the moments, but this is definitely a movie where I'm like, it was better that I took the time in between because I wasn't actually, it was because we had to do this podcast where I'm like, oh crap, I'm the one that suggested that I better finish the movie. (laughs) (laughs) But I also, in in the defense of Moonfall, I feel like with a lot of movies, if I'm not watching a movie with someone, I have a really tough time, especially at home, starting a movie and finishing it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I much would rather go to the theater or watch it with Dill. And then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, we're both watching it. We'll get through it. But I, I will say, I, hard time. I think I remembered at some point in time saying the music is one of the best things about this film. And, I'll ha- and again, I don't, I, I'll look that up on Spotify. I'm not going to watch the film again to double check that. But I was like, I just, you know, it's a good thing. You know, the music had some heroic nuances to it and interesting things going on but that's that's one way i watch film though is paying attention right. to the music yeah. and well, you i've got to do that score. listen to because i didn't what I i'll saw, sometimes I i'll sometimes it, I, i'm able to uh, focus just on the music even mm-hmm. okay and but what not about, worry so much about dialogue at times what do we think about the end credits because it seemed like the score was one way and then you just have this random song it's like man like people gotta like do a better job of picking end credit music i watched the credits because i thought maybe there's going to be a teaser like when they're like let's get started and i thought okay maybe they're going to give me a like um what's it called like a shawarma scene as we talked about yeah the shawarma scene i thought there'd be like something like hey this is what's going to happen but no there's no they just left it with the old lady going or him saying let's get started or something let's like that. Started. Let's see yeah. how they end the movie. Like, get yeah. started. Yeah, and I, I don't think this... I listened to the music after. I mean, I think once we were done, we were done. <laughs> it was a weird <laughs> pop song. Like the only other movie that comes to mind when I think about that is Goldeneye, where it's like Goldeneye has a very good score. I love Goldeneye to death, but that song that they end with in the end credits is horrible. Oh, I have to. And it's that. like, I don't what remember are that you? One. Why did you guys pick this? Did no one say hey, that up. We probably shouldn't choose this song for the end of our movie. Right. I don't know. I, I go ahead, Chris or Steve. I, I was gonna say, I, I think what happened to Roland is he suffered the George Lucas syndrome. Uh, yeah. Oh no. George Lucas made, as I've said before, two great movies. He made THX 1138 and he made American Graffiti. And then he made Star Wars, and everything after that has been. The Yiddish word is Drek, and I get to say this without being... Wait, uh, so you're saying Star Wars as in, like, the first three, right? Like, But even Star Wars itself was kind of a drop-off of what American Graffiti was like, and that's a great, great movie. And sometimes when you get... So when, when he made the, the... When he refabricated the original three release films, and then he came out with the prequels, you realize that George Lucas wasn't so great. So maybe the situation with Roland is he made Independence Day and it was absolutely perfect. It is one mm-hmm. of my top, we, it was our, in our top 10 listing of movies that we love. And if you look at the list of films he made afterwards, let's see, okay. 
The next yeah, film he released tomorrow. was Godzilla. And he made Stargate before Independence right? Day. Stargate right? was yeah. a great so movie. Right. When that so came out, that was an lead, amazing yeah. movie. You got the yeah. lead in the two great yeah. movies. Yeah. And then the next one he released was Godzilla, which I saw in the theater because I love Godzilla movies, and it was yeah. terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he made a couple disaster movies, 2012, and The Day After Tomorrow, Death yeah. to the Human Race movies. He loves those. <laughs> then he made White House Down, which is actually... Yes. Yeah. Absurd. Oh, yeah, that's, it's, that's it's fun. It's like I watching like Die Hard. With Obama in mm-hmm. in the you know as the president of the United States, well, and then he made Independence Day Resurrection, and we don't have to say anything more about how bad oh, that was. Resurgence. I had he really good candy. Midway, I I which had... I have never seen, and I find it real hard because I think it's a, I don't know what I I, I don't know maybe, maybe in the movie in Midway the there's a monster that defeats the Japanese in the war. I don't know, and then he makes this movie, and I just don't know how people keep throwing money at him. After he has these movies that are not really very good, yeah, it's. Are they still? I will say this. Remembering the good one, I mean, like, are they still remembering that he did? Maybe have, that's it. You know? Maybe that's the same thing with George Lucas. Is that you know, for all those other movies that were just kind of down, 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 they kept thinking he's going to come. It's going to come but, back. We're going to see Star Wars again. We're. Gonna but I feel like Star you got to read the script at some point, and the script is going to tell you if it's. So that's what I'm like. It's like at some point, I feel like there had to have been a better script. <laughs> Sorry, wasn't there a, a Matthew McConaughey bit that he did like for, I think it was the year he won the Academy Award and it was like just a parody that he did of himself where he was like, I was in this, I was having this vision and this bird sweep swooped down. And then he said, you got to read the scripts before you take a movie. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I always think it's like, like a, isn't anybody watching the dailies? Like, uh, this is yeah. bad, you know? But then they're so invested in it, they're like, well, you know, maybe the maybe the fever will break and I'll be better in the morning. And maybe, the fever yeah. maybe he is a genius. It's, it's, it's weird because I, I, I maybe don't we're know the idiots, how... guys. Maybe like we're that, Brian. Maybe we're like maybe this is the best <laughs> film ever made and we missed it. No. I don't think no. the brownies I had though. I had that might from... be the, and that might be the best comedy if I've heard in a long time, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god. Geez. I had really good food though when I watched this. Hey, good <laughs> for you. It was enjoyable. Good I had brown, for like you. brownies were fantastic. <laughs> had chips and dip. Lived my dream. Okay, and here's another thing that came out of uh out of uh, Wikipedia about the film was that they ended the movie as if they could make a sequel, like what yeah. was going to happen yeah. after yeah, they right. moon and all that. And the guy who played Casey, who was his actor's name is John Bradley. He wrote, if a sequel is to be made, Roland is batshit crazy. And right. So even Did the guy really? that was in the movie, and one of the the actor that you liked, that you thought was interesting and lovable and friendly, yeah. even he says, See, he knows, he knows, no mas, yeah. no mas, no mas. And he he probably, I think he had the best role in in this. Oh, hands you know? oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he got and, to say like that's one of the coolest sentences ever that anyone's ever said. And I'm like, that's exactly what I would say if I were in that situation. Mm-hmm. The yeah. only reason I kept watching, two reasons why I kept watching this film, is free. We 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 uh we're gonna talk about it tonight. <laughs> Number one. Yep. Number two, the special effects were really outstanding. If the they effects were, really were nice. not outstanding, I might have halfway through went, I just I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna do what brother Steve did. See and I did look it up. But you know, I mean, and like I don't know, like I don't I wanna I wanna make sure I'm not being too harsh on this film. But I, I, I just, it was, it was really, this is maybe one of the most surprised I've ever been watching a film where I thought, surely they have all the pieces here for this to be at least a fun film. Yeah, exactly. And watching it, I kept waiting for it to get better. And maybe that's what I was holding out hope against (laughs) all odds and all hope that it would get better. And, and, you know, um, I mean, my wife wasn't even convinced at first that that, worm the ai was actually oh. not a part of the mega structure that it was an enemy of them um it was very confusing that part was very confusing it was, yeah. it was like time. wait a minute how come they opened the door and that thing ran into it you know like mm-hmm. when they were getting pulled in by the tractor beam all of a sudden like 
You know, it, it just it was like the, the movie went from another thing. Yeah, another thing I didn't oh like about God. the film is that um <clears throat> it had this weird transition once they got onto the mega structure where all of a sudden it went into this cerebral, you know, thing that's been done a million times, you know, the white light around him mm -hmm. and the whole we see very two thousand and one. You know? Oh so just it was like vision. they were trying that and mm -hmm. it just you know it's they got cheesy. too complicated they got cheesy. they made it too complicated like like it was just too overly complicated once you yeah. you know movies and you know fantasy and science fiction is all about telling a lie to the audience you're you're, you're lying now, to them, right right you make a lie too complicated and it doesn't hold together you, you need uh -uh. it to be simple just just the probe that comes and wants the whales and vaporizes the oceans done mm -hmm. that's it mm -hmm. simple you can explain it in like five seconds and you're everybody done. you don't think about the time travel everybody well, that's the other that's the other travel but the thing was, and also mm -hmm. but that's exactly but with the time travel in star trek mm -hmm. is one they've established it in the universe a few times over that you can slingshot around mm -hmm. the sun yeah. pick enough, mm -hmm. enough speed you're in time warp if you don't you're fried and that's it that that is the simple explanation oh yeah and they are consistent so in oh. the universe of star trek it works just fine everyone yeah. oh yeah who the hears... explanation is simple but oh yeah everyone yeah. who hears the explanation mm -hmm. of star trek 4 if they haven't happened to see it go that sounds like the dumbest movie i've ever seen yeah. And if I convince them to watch it and they actually watch it, they go, that was one heck of mm -hmm. a fun movie. It's because oh, yeah, the yeah, characters are I would so watch beloved. It. They Be love him. No, even if you don't know the characters ahead of time, yep. even if you don't know that they're beloved, yeah, it works like because them. what do you mean they travel back in time three, to save the whales? Like that sounds it, so stupid. Three you know? act structure. <laughs> it is yeah. perfect. It is perfect with the three act structure. Perfect. And we perfect, know perfect. it's one of Chris's it's his all time favorite. It's, and it's my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. And like the the best, yeah. even though I know Wrath of Khan will always probably be the more popular of those, for sure. But Chris, well, that um, one set the tone for the new Star Trek. Yeah, the, yeah. to me, two, two, three, and four. Star Trek two, three, and four kind of like oh, all go together for yeah. one. Oh so yeah, it's like, a, it's like, like a mini two, three, trilogy. four is my favorite. I am, ba I am, yeah. I need to watch that trilogy very soon. It's been on my heart. It's been on my mind. I need to do it. But so. Chris, I want to say thank you to you. Okay, because <laughs> putting you through this. No, I want to say because, thank you, not for asking us to watch one of the worst films of all time, but because it is fodder for our for the absolute blast I've had talking about how yeah. bad this film yeah. is. Yes. And yes. getting to hang out with you guys to talk about it. Thank you. Because sometimes, maybe, maybe so, was, sometimes that is wanna... the redeeming part of yes. all of this. Yes. Well, so what I will say though, if you do feel like it's the worst movie ever then the positive about that is whatever movie you watch from now on, you can say, at least I'm not watching Moonfall. <laughs> Until right. the next oh, worst ever happens. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying this is the worst film ever made. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if we were now going to record our worst episodes ever, I might have a different list. You might have I, would <laughs> I would well, for sure too. You know what? Let's look at it. All the worst films lift up all other films. And make them uh, a little deep. bit better. Sure. But, you know, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't think this has lifted up the astronaut farmer, and it may not, but it might have lifted up Starship Troopers. What do you think, Brian? I think you're too hard on the astronaut farmer. Oh yes. No, 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 no. I I need to watch the astronaut farmer. I do want to watch that. Can I share a passing fear I had this morning when I woke up? Oh, yes. Yes. I was like, okay, this is a bad movie. No one in my team likes it. What happens if one day <laughs> in the future, Roland Emmerich is like, hey, I've seen your stuff. I want you to be in my new film. And I'm like, crap, what do I do? I want to do a movie because it's Hollywood, but also the big sci-fi podcast might have to review it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> let us let us look at the script. Thank and, you. And we'll yeah, tell, and we'll tell a, you if you should do it or not. Read the script before you you take you sign the contract just to yes. know what you're getting yourself in. Right. I've got okay. I've got one question for you three. Yeah. How does the moon cut his hair? What? Yeah, Ow. No. Eclipse it. Ah, hey, nice. Oh. <laughs> I should And with that. That one dad joke, ladies and gentlemen, has more heart than the entirety of the film called Moonfall. <laughs> yep. I'll take it. Yep. I do love okay. a good dad joke though. So again, I'm not the best judge on that. Excellent. I knew you would like it, my friend. Uh -huh.
Well, so I think we about I'm laughing too much. Are you? I think we're done. I think we're done. I think we covered everything. We I think beat we've all it vented to death. We, like we beat mm-hmm. it to death. Legend it. <laughs> Don't watch Moonfall. There's other stuff you can watch. Go back and watch Independence Day. Go back and watch um uh, the day after tomorrow and see how useless that dad is in that movie, even though he <laughs> his 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 intention is really good to save his son, but when he gets there, it's like the kid's already saved. So there's that. But uh yeah, go and watch something else. Watch Cobra Kai, maybe. It's not sci-fi, but it feels like Star Wars, which I feel like that needs to be a discussion that we should have one time. I don't know if we talked about that before. No, but, but that like, would be awesome. How Cobra Kai feels like one of the best Star Wars thing that, that isn't Star Wars. Um, I'm down with that. That's all I got. I hope everyone had fun, and I hope you had fun listening to us. If you did not, I apologize, and I will be issuing an apology, an official apology sometime in the future if I am asked to do that. And of course, you can find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And we'll catch you next time. Bye.